Hey, you've reached Trevor. Trevor Beggs, a.k.a. Begsy, a.k.a. Big Daddy Beggs. Do your thing after the beat. <sighs> Trevor, uh, I know I keep doing this, and uh, especially on a day like today, uh, I need you. I need you again, and I need you to be a better friend than you were yesterday. I miss you, I love you, and I need... I need the best version of Begsy, okay? Call me back. Begsy, 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 don't fucking do it, okay? Not, not on a day like today, okay? Where one of the biggest media companies in the world, well, in Canada are telling the people to look after your friends, okay? Don't do it. Don't fucking do it, all right? If you fucking do it, then you know what you may do. I, I know where you live. I know where you live. That's all uh, I'm saying. Kyle, my, my fragile best friend. How you doing, buddy? Fragile best friend? What are you talking about? What are you talking You're about? You're in a state of fragility right now. What are, you talk what are you talking about? A state of what? What does that word mean? Are you bullying me on, on a day like today? Trevor, man, I'm telling you, you I'm are one of the worst I'm friends. Concerned about, I'm concerned about your fragility, that's all. I'm concerned about your, your mannerisms and your outlook on the world. Yo, Trevor, sometimes the best way to deal with sensitive people is to be, just be soft. Like, tough love is not needed here, okay? And for those True. people that think I'm just overreacting, okay? Overreacting. Who are, who are you to say that, that trauma induced by... A sporting event isn't a real, real thing. Who are you? You don't live the life I live. Hey, you no, don't live the life you, I, I live. I, I do. I do believe in trauma because today I was wondering about my own mindset. Ooh. You know, I think Patrick Alvin gets hired as general manager. I think there's a lot of positivity in the market right now. People are liking it. The first Swedish GM in NHL history in Vancouver. Like it, it just makes too much sense. It's gonna be perfect. But you know what? I myself and I think most of the market felt that same way when Jim Benning was hired. You know, the Canucks are coming off the best Aaron franchise history and one of the big sore spots was they didn't draft well. So what do they do? They, they bring in a scout and it does not go well. So what mm -hmm. happens this time? The Canucks bring in another scout. <laughs> uh, one with uh, a, people are saying it's a spotty draft history in Pittsburgh. I think that probably gets it's a little overblown based on how low they've drafted, how hard it is to hit on those lower round picks. You know, this team has traded like, uh, what is it, six first round picks in the 14 years that, that Alvin's been there. So, um, but yeah, I just found myself getting that negative mindset today, thinking like, uh, you know, on the surface, I like this Alvin hiring. I'm yeah. excited to see where it goes, but I, I felt good and I was excited about Jim Benning too. Yeah. And we were sadly mistaken. <laughs> What why does my mind have to go there, though? Man? Why does my mind have to go there? You know why? Because trauma. Because trauma. Because no, it's, it's the truth. Again, we're talking yeah. about trauma and its relationship to sports and the reality of it. Okay, we're not we're not trying to water down the significance of mental health and trauma. Okay, because again, we're talking about sports, sports, sports. They can't coincide. Okay, but they can. They can, especially especially if you follow a team like the Vancouver Canucks. Okay. And for whatever reason, right, way back when, we, we told ourselves, Trevor, I can speak for you. We, we talked about this. We told ourselves that, yeah, that franchise with that whale on their jersey is the first thing that I'm going to choose to love in this thing called life. Yo, my parents, 
my brother, my sister, my family, they were already there. They were already there, okay? I was born into that love. But the Canucks were the first choice. The first choice that we made. And look at what they've done for us. Not much, okay? And, and for whatever reason, we weren't even around from the beginning. We choose to really dive into the history. And not just dive into it, but believe we were there too, okay? So we've been around for the whole time. That's a lot of trauma. A lot of trauma, okay? A lot of bad things have happened to the Canucks and their fans. And a lot of nothing has happened to the Canucks and their fans. Hey, I'll say this though. In saying that, and I know you just brought up the not the similarities, but like the same narratives that are kind of being pointed out, blah, blah, blah. This could, kind of feels the same. What do we know? This could still blow up in our face. We could still be at the end of this decade with not much. Who knows? This, this team has not done a lot of right things. But, hey, I'll say this. It is a little bit different because there's some females involved, okay, at the top. It's different. It's different. I'm not going to lie. Whoa. Come on. Come on. Maybe that's what we needed. Because men suck, right? Because men suck ass. Especially men who work for the Vancouver Canucks. That recipe has not worked. So we changed it up, okay? We got some woman in there. Some smart woman, right? Some highly touted woman. And maybe the culture is going to change. Maybe that's the recipe, all right? Because ladies, lady, I'm, ta- I'm team woman again, okay? By the way, I'm team woman, okay? Yeah, yeah. Been, I am team woman again. Team woman again. And uh, I'm, prou- I'm a proud member, okay? I'm a proud member. I think I'm going to sign a one-week contract, okay? I'm team woman. And uh, I'm excited <laughs> about right, for the future you. of the Vancouver Canucks. Not because of Pedersen. Not because of Demko. Not because of the changes. Not because Jim Benning is gone. But because of woman. Shout out to women, yo. Shout yeah. out to women. For, for, for the record, I never left team woman. I've been, nah, I've you, been nah, team woman I don't my know, whole man. life, man. Shout out to my mother, my grandma, yeah. my wife, my daughter. I'm clearly on and off because sometimes they're annoying as fuck. I'm not going to lie. So annoying. <laughs> Honestly, so annoying. Like, what's going on in that mind of yours? But would, right now, I'm I team woman. I never let those words slip out of my mouth because I already know I'm going to have three daughters. Oh. It's, it's a foregone conclusion. Yeah, yeah. That's what you deserve. They're probably twins. Yeah. That'd be beautiful. And if you I'm had twins. Four years down the road. What's that? If you had twins, you know how much trouble that would be? Honestly speaking, I don't think I'd ever wish that. Towards Yo, do you get, like, tax benefits if you have twins living in a, a country like Canada? No, real talk. That's a, that's, I'm asking, like, a true question. Let's say you have yeah, twins. I mean, the twins. <laughs> twins. Have twins, and, you know, you can't afford that shit. You, you got double, like, double. Yeah. Double the amount yeah, of there, expenses. No, there has to be no a tax way. write-off or something. Yeah, yeah as, as far as I know, there's no tax write-off for that. That's I mean, bullshit. Normal child care benefits, but there's no uh, extra... Help from the government if you have twins. Then you shouldn't be Unless ridiculed for getting rid of one of them. Oh, no, no, not not like man, in that no, way. Just no, like, you no, know, spread no, the love. No. Like, spread the love. Split up the, the, the twinmanship, all right? Because it's like, yo, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You're prepared for one, not two. That's a huge difference. Just split them up. Let them find each other later when they're adults. All right? It's can all good. Can you imagine if you split up Henrik and Daniel Sedin, Kyle? We never would have been blessed with that in Vancouver. That telepathy, right? Well, it's not my fault I live in fucking British Columbia. That shit's expensive. That shit's expensive, bro. That shit's expensive. I don't want twins. Unless I'm a multi-millionaire, okay? Because, again, let's be real. Yo, I'm not going to front, bro. Kids, not going to lie. Sometimes they're annoying as fuck, too. Like, young ones? Come on, bro. Come on. I can spend maybe 15 minutes with you. Then you're running, especially when they get to, like, two or three, and they're just running running around the place. Like, what are you doing? They just don't stop? Give me 15 minutes, I'm out. Could you imagine two of them? 
Two of them? Yeah. Hell no. I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to say this is maybe high odds, but there's like a 50% chance in my future. That's, that's just how I feel. Damn, bro. Damn. Yo, my wife's got my wife's got a history of twins. Her mom's a twin. Her grandma's a twin. And they haven't been twins yet in this twins, generation. Twins, man. I don't wish that upon nobody, man. For real. Unless you're all rich, man. Like, again, you should be not ridiculed if you have to get rid of one. The right way, you know, just split them up and, you know, just send them to what, what, a family that wants a kid. Man. Huh? What you really need is triplets. Triplets, you man. Triplets. Could you imagine yeah, I, triplets, I'm man? For in Vancouver, man. I'm, I'm hoping that there's some tel- telepathy between Alvine and the Sabines and that Alvine is just a long-lost older third triplet and that they're going to bring magic to Vancouver. How much do you think that the twins had to do with that decision? I think it had quite a bit. Not a quite a bit, but I think it factored into it for sure. I do think, you know, the Aquilinis, um, even the fact that Rutherford kept them around, I think they are valued in the organization. I think they are well respected, and they went out for dinner with Alvin before the fire before the hiring happened. So wow. there's already familiarity between them. I I do think their roles are sold, and that's kind of what we thought all along when the Sedins came on board in the summer. Their their roles were going to uh, increase over time, and I think most people at the time figured you know they're being groomed to take over Benning. Well, Benning I it feels weird saying this, but maybe left sooner than people thought when he was gone. Six months later, as the Sedins were brought on board. Yeah. And now they're going to get a chance to work under Alvin and work with this staff, which, you know, by all accounts, with uh, Emily Castongay, Rachel Dory, uh, along with everyone else. All stars. Right all stars. Uh, all stars. All stars. Let's go, ladies. Let's go, ladies. I'm curious. Um, with the state where the Canucks are right now, they're, they are a wild card team at best. Like, if you're looking at this roster, Maybe what are like you know the top two or three things that you think are a top priority for the club right now? Um. Okay. So I think the top priority, and this may be a bit of a curveball, is making sure Aquilini has no say in hockey Ooh. moves. No, it's the truth. It's the truth. It's the truth. That's, that's Let, let's let's be that's fucking real. Let's be fucking real. Aquilini should be fined or suspended from attending Canucks games. For allowing Benning to make that type of trade prior to the draft, and boom, he's gone six months later. Let's let's be real. Let's be, let's be real. That's that's a horrible move. You get Garland, great piece, great piece. Not gonna lie, but that anchor type of contract you get with Ekman Larson and giving up a first, where this team, especially where this team was at that point, and still pretty much is, is catastrophic. Because again, you fired the dude who made that move. Six months later, it's it's fucked up. That is having no plan at all. Real talk. Yeah. Real talk. So the first move, the first move is like, yo, Patrick, Jim Rutherford, tell Aquilini to shut the fuck up. Real talk. Yeah, I mean, it's funny that you say that. I think we all believe the Aquilinis are meddling too much in the organization. But what you're saying there is maybe they didn't meddle enough. Maybe they should have meddled to the point where they – Axed the trade and told Benning not to do it. Um, well, no, what? Okay, what should have happened? And this is just good for workplaces in general. Okay, you need you need firm people all over the place. So conversation, dialect, provoking thoughts can be poured out. Okay, I guarantee Benning was just a puppet. So Aquilini, who probably isn't the smartest hockey dude, is the one you know pushing these type of moves and not watching what's really going on. 
So you need somebody who can tell the hungry owner who loves the hockey, he loves the city, he loves the Canucks. He wants what's best for the Canucks, but he doesn't know his shit. You need someone to tell him to shut up. It's not happening. You need someone to be stern. Yeah, Teach him I, a lesson. Honestly, I like the way I do like the way it's structured right now. It, it does seem like the staff was way too lean before. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've had people kind of casual hockey fans ask me over the past few days, like, you know, why is Max hiring so many people? Like, <laughs> does that make you want to the job? I'm like, fucking yes. Yeah. Yes, there is. Yo, hire more women, yo. Hire more women. Just get them all over the place. Hire more women, okay? All over the place. All over the place. Hire the right people. Just put them on the ice, too. Put them on the ice, too, okay? Change it up. It's never worked for this team. Switch it up. Switch it up, all right? For real. Whatever gets this team dubs. Shout out team woman, all right? Kyle Bowen saying that, and I'm just a proud member. I'm so proud to be on that team. Uh, are they gonna let you back in? You kind of left. You jumped off the team woman bandwagon like three times. Yeah, now. well, if they so stop tweeting dumb time. shit, I'll stay off. <laughs> I'll stay on. I'm sorry. Okay, come on, man. <laughs> okay, go, uh, go, no, go. I, I, I do think betting and wise brought again. It was just like dumb and dumber trying to figure things out for the Canucks. Dumb and dumber with a dumb <laughs> boss. They, Rutherford's, Rutherford's kind of set the standard of having a team, a team, a team of smart individuals figuring this out with the Vancouver Canucks. Mm-hmm. They're already moving in the right direction. They're already moving away from Aquilini having as much say as he should. Hopefully, hopefully yeah. that's the case. And I think that's a good point you bring up. I mean, for me, yeah, I'm a smart guy, team woman. Yeah, when you when you around when you around smart women, and you appreciate women more, you become smarter yourself. I'm learning that, and I hope the listeners can learn that too. Carry on. Yeah, yeah, no, and just in terms of the roster, I think it's no secret that fixing the defense, finding a bona fide right shot guy to yeah. play, uh, a couple of bona fide right shot guys for that matter to play. Is Ekman Larson a right-handed defenseman? He's left. Nice. So it's Hughes, Ekman Larson, and Rathlin down to the left side. Another interesting wrinkle too, because yeah, you know, unless you see Ekman Larson as a shutdown D making seven point two five million, I mean, they all kind of have similar skill sets, right? Hughes, Ekman Larson, and Rathlin—they're all known for jumping up in the rush, being a little bit more offensive. Is that the long term of the Cox blue line? Those three guys on the left side—that's that's another question. But the right side is a complete mess that needs to be figured out. And well, before, before I let you go for uh, for the rest of the day here, yeah. I will, I'll ask you. Uh, so I got interviewed by um, a writer on uh, Stanley Cup for Chatters, the yeah. Nation blog for the Boston Bruins. Yeah. Uh, and he wanted just some intel on what, what it would take to get J.T. Miller to the Canucks. And we went back and forth. And, you know, I really do believe the Canucks are going to target, target the first-round pick, maybe a highly touted deep prospect. And I'll tell you the trade I proposed to him. Um, just thinking of what the Cucks might ask for, knowing that the Bruins want to offload Jake DeBrusque. I said it would be Miller, Tucker Pullman, and a 2020, uh, 2022 third-round pick in exchange for right shot D, Brandon Carlo, Jake DeBrusque, and a 2022 first. Nice. And I'm looking at that being like, mm, as, when, I, when I'm the Canucks, you probably like that deal, like a you know first-round pick and a top four D. And Jake DeBrusque is not a bad basketball candidate, but I think the price should be sky-high for Miller because he is, you know, one of the top 30 scorers in the league over the past three seasons. And based on his comparables, there's a good chance he's going to keep scoring for the next five, six wow. seasons at a point per game rate. Wow. You're just so a, he's you're a, a smart player, man, dude. So. You're a smart man, dude. You're a smart well, I'm man. Um, what do you think? You, you, you seem no, like, like honestly, I, I, I hear that trade, and I, I wonder how people would react to it because I wonder if the people would actually want younger prospects, you know, instead of NHL-caliber yeah. players. But you bring up a, a an interesting there. proposition where it's kind of like, the team could be still something next season. and But what does this team need? Yeah. Does the team need more pieces in the cupboard? I mean, Demp goes in his prime. Pat, it's it's just 
Yeah. Let's be real. Like Alvin said it. Alvin said it, right? He said uh, yeah. when you're up this close up against the cap and you're out of the playoffs, there's a problem. And yeah. ultimately, there's not only a problem. There's a really fascinating case of how the fuck did this happen and what do we do here? Because it yeah. is complicated because you do have the Hughes, the Hugheses, the Pedersons, the Demkos. I know Pedersons not really doing it this season, but with Hughes and Demko, you just have pillars, Real pillars, real pillars, top-notch players, and it does open the, up the conversation of how do we approach the next two or three years and why this can't be like a five-year project. But then again, you look at the contracts and the terms and the contracts like ekman Larson's, and you're just confused, and you look at the lack of first-round picks over the last three years. You're just like, what do we do here? It's just going to be a big thing. Um, well, whatever, Trevor. We're yeah. going to have many conversations about this. Congratulations to uh, – the new hirings. It, I, I've said this. I've said this many times. In the last 10 years, my sports life has been surrounded by Packers disappointment and new Canucks faces. It just rinse and repeat. All right? Rinse and repeat. And we don't have much longer because we actually have somebody in the studio trying to make a song. Okay? And, and she's, she's a lady. Okay? Team lady. Team lady. What are you doing? What are we doing? Talking about sports. Come on. Come on, dog. Got shit to do. That being said, talk to your friends. Talk to your friends, Trevor. All right? This is another conversation. That I had with Trevor, and he didn't even bother asking me how I'm doing after I went through the most traumatic shit over the weekend. And that's not good enough. That's not good enough friendship, Trevor. You need to look at yourself in the damn mirror. You need to look at yourself in the damn mirror and be like, I am the shittiest friend ever. One of the shittiest human beings ever, because you never ask about your friends. Now, you don't have to wait, you don't have to wait on days like this day, whatever it's called, to ask your friends how they're doing. Ask them every day. Why not? We're all trying to win. We're all trying to win. We're all trying to win. And if you really cared about your friends, you'd ask them almost every day, how you doing? Better yet, you want to ask a better question? How's your mental health today? Because why not? Begsy, take notes, man. Where's the pen and paper? Get the hell out of here. I don't want to talk to you anymore. Get out of here, Trevor. Yeah, you know, you you know asshole. I, I need to go back inside my 10 minutes because I, I did say, no. how is my fragile friend, my fragile best friend doing today? Yeah, did you said you fragile friend. That's a bit of a shot, you know? Like, you, I have a name. <laughs> Get out of here, man. Get out of here, man. Get out of here. Uh, all right. Love Get you, bro. Out of here. Bye. Take Peace care out. Yourself. I don't love you. Bye.